Hello, this is Justin Coleman, Senior Pastor at University UMC, and this is our podcast. I hope these messages engage your mind, touch your heart, and inspire you to serve God and your neighbor. Check us out online at universityumc.church. Thanks for tuning in. Before I begin, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your prayers for our family during this time. Your prayers absolutely make a difference, and we are so grateful for them. Thank you. This week, as we begin our Advent journey together, we're beginning a new sermon series titled All the Good. It's a Wesleyan take on the Christmas journey. In this first week, we'll be talking about preparing the way and As we prepare to do so, please go with me to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, I pray that you would speak through me and perhaps even in spite of me. And so let the humble words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. When you're about to have a special guest or special guests come over, what do you do? You prepare. I imagine that some of you made preparations this past week. You prepare for the meal. You prepare other elements of hospitality. You might spend time cleaning your apartment or dorm room or home. Some of those elements of preparation are joyfully done. You put on some music and you have fun while you're doing it. Sometimes the elements of preparation are challenging. Scrubbing the floors, washing the baseboards, dusting, those things don't bring everyone joy uniformly. But we prepare nevertheless. We prepare to receive that person or those persons who are special to us. Well, today we find John the Baptist preparing for Jesus. Jesus is the special guest. Now, I want to pause and say that Jesus doesn't require us to prepare for him. Jesus doesn't demand this for us. Jesus meets us wherever we are. But the kind of preparation that we're talking about in the midst of this Advent journey is a preparation that would help us draw close to Christ, draw close to God. Now, I said a moment ago that Jesus doesn't require this preparation. Jesus meets us where we are. I want to make a distinction here. When we talk about receiving Christ and we talk about salvation, Jesus meets us where we are. Uh, We ask for forgiveness. That forgiveness is readily available to us. Christ forgives us. We don't have to clean up and be perfect. In the time of sacrifices in the temple, in Judaism, there would be a sacrificial lamb And through the sacrifices of the lamb, the sins of the body would be forgiven. 
Now, the person bringing the sacrifice didn't need to be perfect. They brought a perfect lamb. Well, Jesus is called the Lamb of God. It's not that we are perfect. It's that Christ is perfect. And through Christ's perfection, uh, we have received God's grace, God's forgiveness. You don't have to be perfect. Christ is. The kind of receiving or preparing to receive Christ we're talking about in this instance is people who have been forgiven, people who are walking with God, seeking to draw into a deeper relationship with Christ. And so what John the Baptist would say is, is repent. And though we have been forgiven by Christ, we still offer confessions for the things that we have done today and, and yesterday, the things that we know that we did that uh, weren't quite God's best for us, and the things that we don't know that we did, the sins of commission and the sins of omission. And as we do that, we seek to make room, make a way for Christ in our hearts to enable us to to draw nearer to Christ so that Christ won't have to climb over these things that are getting in the way. So that's what we're talking about here in this first Sunday of Advent. How can we move the clutter out of the way to clean up, tidy up our hearts and lives so that we can draw close to Christ. Christ always seeks to draw close to us. Let's just make the path a little bit easier to do so. As Methodists, we believe that one of the ways to prepare the way for the Lord in our lives and to draw near to Christ is through the means of grace. Now, means of grace is a phrase that simply means ways that God's grace is conveyed to us, ways that we can receive God's grace. John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist movement, uh, preached a sermon called or titled The Means of Grace. And in it, he talked about works of mercy and works of piety. These were two major categories within the means of grace. And in that, he talked about individual means and communal means. Now, around works of mercy, uh, on the individual side, we're talking about doing good works. Um, visiting the sick and the prisoner. Uh, this is about feeding the hungry. And giving generously. All these were individual works of 
mercy. But then there are communal ones as well. So this is seeking justice. Working to end oppression. Or, or uh, ending discrimination. You may remember that um, Wesley uh, worked with Methodists to uh, end slavery and to advocate for the ending of, of slavery. And then working on behalf of the poor. These are some of the works of mercy. This is not an exhaustive list, but these were some of the examples that Wesley would lift up. And then on the works of piety. So these are works of mercy. Then you move over to works of piety. So on the individual level, we have reading, meditating, Uh, and the studying of Scripture. Scripture is always central in the life of Wesley's imagination. We also have individual prayer, fasting, regular worship attendance, Uh, healthy living, these kinds of things, Wesley would say, are individual works of piety. But then there are um, communal ones as well, so Holy Communion. Baptism. Bible study, uh, and then, uh, and this is part of Bible study is is living in Christian community. This is being with a, a community of believers. All of these are means of grace, both individual and communal, works of mercy and piety. Each of these things are ways that we can open our hearts to Christ, where we can prepare the way for the Lord, where we can draw near to Christ. But we see that as we're drawing near to God, drawing near to Christ, and here we're also drawing near to one another because of these communal practices that we engage in together. Uh, sometimes uh, in the life of the church, we can get focused on uh, the individual pieces. Hey, I can be spiritual uh, all by myself, wherever I am. This is true. We can be a spiritual, we can be a religious person where we are by ourselves. But this life of faith is also communal. Uh, we see this throughout Scripture. We see this in the way that we talk about God. God as three persons, the Holy Trinity, and the Trinity in unity. 
even the way that we talk about God is relational, is, is communal. And so these individual and communal means, these works of mercy, mercy where we're serving others, and these works of piety are ways that we open up ourselves to receiving Christ. We focus on these things in the life of the church. And our outreach commission works of mercy. Our discipleship and nurture works of piety. We, we try to organize our church life around these major activities, these major means of grace that help us to grow as Christians and grow closer to Christ as individuals and as a community. In our gospel lesson today, John talks about baptism. Baptism is ritual cleansing. Ritual cleansing was meant to wash away uh, physical uh, dirt. But this washing away of the physical dirt, those physical layers or barriers, was meant to symbolize the washing away of those barriers spiritually that keep us from drawing near to God. What John's proclamation is about is letting go of all of those things that are keeping you from drawing near to God. Letting go of those things, whatever they are. That's what repentance is about. It's about letting go of those things that you know that are holding you back from Christ. Sometimes it's letting go of the guilt, the guilt that has been um, placed on you by others or the, the guilt that has been placed on you by yourself. Those things that you say, gosh, this is who I am. This defines me. Sometimes it's letting go of that because you have been forgiven by God. Whatever those things that you're holding on to, whatever those layers are that create a barrier between you and God, letting go of those things, receiving the forgiveness that is there in Christ Jesus. So letting go of the guilt, letting go of the shame, letting go of the pain and the, and the hurt, Letting go of those sins that are like shackles weighing you down. Letting go of those things. It's part of what the means of grace does. Grace helps us to be free from that. Scripture talks about um, making the crooked places straight. Well, it's just another image to say that Sometimes because of those things that we're holding on to or those things that are holding on to us, we feel so weighed down as we, and as we look at the journey, we think, gosh, it's, it's crooked, it's rocky. I don't, I don't know how I'd even make it to God given, given that path. But what this cleansing does, what this grace does, what this letting go does, it makes a path that looked crooked and rocky all of a sudden look straight and, and smooth. Those barriers, they're holding us away from this intimacy with God. Fall away. 
So my challenge to you this Advent season, my challenge for all of us during this Advent season, is to let go. Let go of those things that you're holding on to, you've been holding on to a while, that are keeping you from drawing near to God. To be released from those things that are, that are holding on to you, those things that others have, have spoken about you and spoken over you that are weighing you down. That, that shame and that guilt that you're carrying as well. Confess all of that to God. Give it all to God. Release it to God. Know the forgiveness that is there for you. We know you're not perfect. None of us are. Christ is perfect. And through Christ's perfect sacrifice, we've been cleansed and, and made whole. So in this time of preparing your heart to receive Christ anew, let go. Be free. And draw near to Christ, who's always there, ready to draw near to you. Christ is the special guest that we have invited into our lives, into our hearts. Not just to be a guest that comes and goes, but to reside there. And Christ wants to reside in each and every one of our hearts. Christ wants this close relationship with each of us. And so this journey is about relieving ourselves of the clutter that keeps us from Christ. I hope you will join me as we prepare our hearts to receive Christ our Lord. The light of our hearts, the light of the world. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can visit us at universityumc.church where you can find services, events, and other ways you can get involved. Remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week. We hope the peace of Christ is with you, and we hope to see you soon.